Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, here we go, it's the Copyright Podcast. What is happening everyone, welcome back to the Copyright Podcast, it's the Newcastle preview, so looking ahead to the to the fun, fun venture to St. James's Park once again, um, actually looking forward to it considering we beat Everton, but um, yeah, it's Mick and it's Christian once again, Christian how's it going? Yeah, good. It's Friday, and I'm going to go to a beer and whiskey event later this afternoon uh, where I live, just around the corner, basically. So I'm looking forward to that. Just taste some whiskeys and some beers and probably international ones and local ones. So it's a, it's a good day, and then obviously a late game tomorrow, which takes me gives me time to uh, sober up a bit and, <laughs> and feel good for the evening. So I'm, I'm looking forward to today, and I'm looking forward to tomorrow. So two good days to start the weekend with. Belter, yeah. Cause yeah. I was gonna say, how much wink, w- winky, how much whiskey are you planning on drinking if you if you're only gonna be sober and up at half six in the night? Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, though, like you go there and you get like drinking tickets or whatever you call it. You have paid in advance, and when you get there, you uh, are handed the tickets. And uh, some some places will be where you give like maybe I, I don't know one or two tickets for testing one whiskey or a beer or whatever, depending on where the beer's from or how expensive it's actually is in 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 the in the in the store stuff like that or so i'm not sure but the thing is we bought like the most tickets that you can i'm sure you can buy more when you're there but in advance we bought like the big package or whatever uh, and i know that my partner won't drink them all so i probably i will probably use them so that's why i know it's probably will hurt me more yeah. than her so <laughs> and Love also it. it's not it's nice it. to know that you're going to be have you know a few whiskeys there there which you haven't heard of before you but i want to try that oh i want to try that one and then i want to try that one and then it's going to be quite many and you will feel it so yeah we'll see tomorrow i'll give you an update tomorrow <laughs> oh yeah i can't wait to see you just a picture of you just absolutely goosed in bed like no can't get out of bed but then you've got it. The reds are on. You've got you've got stuff to do. So I'm, yeah, I'll but that's late that. though. Yeah, yeah, true. Late. Yeah, I want an I want an early update then. See how the how the head is straight after. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> that, that's the that's the worst part when you obviously have kids. It's if you're having a night like tonight and you're going out and you don't know where it's going to end and the responsibility to get up and actually you know take care of the daily stuff with them uh, when your head is gone. Um, it's not the best, but yeah, Fun it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, but yeah, let's get let's get into the yeah going back to St James's Park, uh, Newcastle. Uh, massive game. Klopp just done his press conference and um, talked about quite a lot of quite a lot of good stuff actually. But the let's start with the 
I suppose not the bad news, but the the injury news that is still lingering on. So we mentioned Canate not being ready yet, Diaz not being re- ready yet. But I'm sure everyone saw the the uh, pictures of and videos of Diaz on the grass yesterday running, which is I know we're saying like Everton game was a big boost, and we've got play we have players like Jota and Van Dijk and Bobby coming back. The fact that then we're also seeing the likes of Diaz coming back on running and maybe getting a bit a bit closer to getting backs absolutely massive as well. So we look forward to that. Uh, also mentioned Calvin Ramsey, who will unfortunately miss the rest of the season, which is actually a massive shame. And I think Klopp kind of said that as well. Like he's got so much, he's got so much potential and so much ability. Um, just and kind of said like he asked Calvin how he's been like since he joined and he was like kind of he hasn't been 100% at any point since he arrived which is a bit mad considering he played a few games for us and looked quite good and Mm. if that's him at like 50% or 60% then obviously we've got a massive player on our hands going forward but he's only 19 obviously hopefully only a small setback when he looks back at his career and he can come back next year when he's 20 try and force his way into the team but yeah not good news but I suppose, like Klopp said, if he could come back before the end of the season, but there's no point, we might as well give him the rest of the season to kind of, yeah, sort his body out. Uh, but you mentioned, apart from that, everyone's pretty much ready to go. Uh, Van Dijk um, looks like he might be ready to start, which I imagine he will, but we'll get into that in a bit. Like I mentioned, Jota and Firmino also back. So it's going to be... Um, it's going to be difficult for Klopp to, to pick an 11 for this, isn't it? Because I think like the bench on for Everton was proper stacked and it was nice to see but if Van Dijk's fit and available and you've got the likes of Jota as well there's a few question marks on who um, who starts isn't he yeah maybe um, I think that he might go with uh, the players actually played in the derby because he get he, he got the reaction that he requested and wanted and you know the, the it's a boost for the players as well to perform like that so I, I wouldn't change it too much to be honest but this is the, it's always it's always a question if Van Dijk for being fit going into the team obviously because he's Virgil <laughs> that's the thing like you you know that Matip and Gomez did great against um, Everton but if you got Virgil van Dijk fit and ready then it's hard to keep him out for the team but it might be that he still just you know keeps him on the bench and let him come on if needed because you don't want to rush him I don't know uh, but that could be something to you know take in consideration um, for me personally I, I wouldn't mind it because I don't think there will be a setback obviously because he's been training and he's uh, fit and ready to go as Klopp said but sometimes you just need a match fitness and if you're going to play in a game where you'll be away against a team that done well this season but not lately obviously but it's still like you just get thrown into the uh, to the action, so we'll see. But uh, it's very good news that, like you mentioned as well, Diaz is running and Jota is back and Bobby is back, and we look to have a proper squad again. Then it's obviously unfortunate with uh, Ramsey, but like you mentioned as well, Mick, he's he's a young kid. He has uh, like more of a major injury now, and he had a surgery. But at the same time, he's young and he can get the time now to just not stress and build his body up because, like Klopp mentioned, he had his muscles problems since he came, and that's like due to his 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 body's growing and. I guess we all have had them and some people get, you know, uh, a few injuries, especially like maybe playing sports that is really hard to just do anything about because it's just your body to, you know, coping with your being larger and, and bigger and stuff. So uh, that's a shame, but it's no stress. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to having a more of an available squad going to Newcastle because I, I think it will be a tough game. Yeah, I think it will be. It's going to be a, 
a very difficult one. But just going to go back into what some of the stuff Klopp was mentioning. Uh, he obviously got asked about Bacetic, who, um, no surprise, won the standard charter player of the month yesterday. That's like the that was like the easiest choice probably they've ever had. Like <laughs> when Liverpool are playing well and people are scoring goals, like oh, should we pick? Should we pick Salah? Should we pick Mane? And there's a few players. It's like well. It's definitely Stefan Bet- Stefan Bacetic's um award this one. But Klopp went said he's a, a top talent, a super player. Uh, it's a, he's a joy to work with. He mentioned uh, the mix of Serbia and Spain is a is a good mix <laughs> for football. And he also mentioned like the, that that stat that we've talked about before, like him and his and Thiago's dad playing together for Celta Vigo, which is yeah still blows my mind. Like back in like ninety five, I think it was. But and and he mentioned Thiago's kind of took him under his wing as well, which I think I think helps massively, especially when. I think Thiago's been such a key player for us, and you've got someone like that who speaks the same first language as you, um, and that that can obviously give you a lot of a big boost in terms of how you can perform on the pitch. Um, yeah, Fabio Carvalho got asked about him. Kanda just said he's not he's not playing as much as he wants to, but he's he's reacted in the right way. I think we all want to see Carvalho obviously do really well for us, I think, because he got asked that because of the last game where Carvalho yeah. gets the last minute winner. Um but that's like that was their first lot that was their first and only loss of the season, which is obviously why I got Klopp got Klopp got asked about it. So yeah, um be nice to see him back if we can. He got asked about Fabinho and he said the his best game for a long, long time, <laughs> he said. And he said Hendo was exceptional as well. But yeah. I think even that in itself, Klopp and everyone watching the game realised that those two, there's obviously been question marks over about whether they should be starting the team. They haven't started together or they haven't been playing together anywhere near as they would normally. But to see them two back in there and play well, that's, that gives us, like we mentioned, with players come back from injury, but it gives us more options, like just people being back in form as well, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, and you can see, you know, Fabinho was a different player. I, I think I mentioned in the uh, Derby review that he was a little bit maybe slow at the start of the game, but grew into it, and then he became massive. Uh, the same with Hendo, and that's the thing, like Klopp said as well, that he was except, uh, exceptional, and I think, you know, with them players with the experience, the routine, coming back, playing well for us will help us move forward because we can always talk about, you know, and yes, we need to um, invest in the midfield and have younger midfield players available moving forward like next season and stuff. And I'm sure there's a plan about that. But to have them now playing this season and help majorly in our quest to try to get top four, for, um, uh, to reach top four and get Champions League football will be vital for us, in my opinion. Because even though they haven't been as good as they usually uh, been before it's still two football players that are not too old they are not too bad they're still playing for us they've been out of four but you know when they perform at this level you can tell you know and understand why they play for Liverpool Football Club as well so there would always be declining players that getting older like Hendo for example but Fabinho is still in an age where you think that he should be in his best so just to have a little bit of a patient and hopefully they just work with him and he comes back to his best and in his form and with this kind of performance as well against Everton. I think that's the the, the perfect uh, you know step in the right direction. So I hope he will play because if you're going to build a confidence and a performance like that, then you have to do it after a game like against Everton. So that's really good. I think you know we need that kind of old midfield back, where not, not in terms of age, in terms of what we've seen before, obviously, and just to make sure they get going and then the youngster, like by and others can help and we can have a hopefully a good part of a of a, um, uh, this part of the season 
Yeah, I think it helps as well that them two players are tall-ish. I think they're both over six foot <laughs> or just six foot. Because Nothing. speaking of Newcastle, they're they're all fucking massive, aren't they? They're I all know. Yeah. they're all massive. They've got Dan Byrne playing left back, which still blows my mind. He's like six foot. What, was he six foot seven or six foot eight? And he's playing left back. It's proper mad. Um, but most of the defenders are over six foot. The midfield is the same. So yeah. to have players like that come back into form is um, is very nice to have because if we were playing the likes of uh, Harvey Elliott and Naby Keita, off, just off set pieces alone, I'd be very, very worried that they were going to uh, get ahead on it. Um, so it's very nice to have. Uh, but yeah, like I mentioned before, that we're the only team to have beaten them this season. Um, the, the Fabio Carvalho last-minute winner, which was... I think after a Pope time wasting for the whole game to fa- to get that goal was just such a let off uh, in the in, to win it in the way that we did. But I think I don't know if we're going to see. I mean, obviously being away from home, our our away form has been absolutely shocking, and we mentioned we've mentioned that loads. Like last three games, we've 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 conceded three goals against Brentford, Brighton, and Wolves, which is absolutely sickening just to even like think about those games. But we had a nice boost at home against Everton. It's something that we need to bring into this game. But I'm interested to see how they set up because they're since we played them last time, they've obviously went on a very good run of form. They're doing well the fourth in the league. Uh I don't think they'll be doing like the same type of tactics as they were. But then I might be completely wrong. Maybe they'll just be like, well, it's Liverpool still. Let's just sit sit men behind the ball, counter-attack, get a goal, and then just soak up the pressure, even being at yeah. home. So it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how they set up as well, isn't it? Yeah, and it's difficult to, to know because, like you said, they had a proper good start of the season and continuously played well. And then now they had a few games where they dropped some points and have not been in the best and or in the same kind of form. So it's hard to and you know know if they're going to be a little bit more secure if you like is it back a little bit more if they're just going to go for it because they play at home so um i'm not sure and uh to be honest i'm i'm i know that like alexander isaac's been been back uh lately but i'm not sure if he's uh, gonna play i'm not sure the fitness status of him now when he's been out for a long time but the thing is like i always don't like when we're gonna play against teams that there's not many of them, but when there's Swedish connection, because I know, always know it feels like you're you're the jinx. Like, oh yeah, because we just play them, he's gonna score because he scored at Anfield, and I just well, you know I said I said in that uh, preview that I'm I don't think that Premier League might suit him. He might have problems, and he has been had his injuries now, and he's been out. But obviously, as soon as I have said that, it felt like yeah, okay, it's just he's gonna score, and he did. Yeah. So I I just hate that feeling. So I hope he's not playing because it's just that feeling coming to me. But. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think they're gonna like turn up and go quick and fast and hard on us, or do you think they're actually just gonna sit back a little bit and take it easy just because they haven't been in the best form lately? Yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? Because they've just looking at their like recent results. They've in the Premier League anyway. They've only won one of the last five. The other four were draws. So uh, when you look at like I mentioned, we've mentioned like they've they've only lost one, which is us. But they've they've drawn a hell of a lot of games, which. Even when, like we mentioned, like if if we win this, and hopefully we do, we're only six points behind with the game in hand. And if you think about the context of how bad we've been this season, how many times we've done these shows and been like Liverpool are shit, like what's going on? The season's over, etc., etc. Just really being negative. The fact that one win against Everton and a, and a good performance can, and that now you go into this game looking at like if we do turn up. 
there's going to be yeah it's it's going to start getting really interesting because like you said if if Isak for them is back and fit then he's very dangerous we saw like you mentioned the game in Anfield he scored I think he scored another one which is this loud as well but the yeah. pace and he's got he's in front of goal he's he's pretty good in terms of their injury news I think St Maxman might be back I don't know if Callum Wilson might be back I'm not sure Willock as well I think there's a question marks over a few of uh, they're like forward players. Obviously, Gimaraish is, is suspended, which is great news because he's we know how good he is. He's shown that. So, yeah, I just think it's going to be a proper workman-like performance from them, like just keeping it tight at the back as they do. And then, yeah, hope set pieces and stuff. I think they'll aim for. And then if if, if they've got Wilson and St. Maximum starting, there's pace there, which I think when we get, get onto our team news, I think that's why, for Van Dijk, I think that's why he does come back in because I think... He's built differently to everyone else. Like any injury he gets, when he's back, he's back. Unless he gets another injury, he's, yeah. he's just he's just back. Even after that long injury, once he was back, he was back. He was never out again. He was in every game, and the yeah. pace that he's got alongside uh, maybe a Gomez is is really helpful against these. So I think yeah, that's, that's what I was going to ask you as well. Like, who do you play alongside Virgil if he's actually back in in the team tomorrow? It's a diff- you- well. I was going to mention that because I put up a poll on Twitter. I don't know if you saw it on our um, Copy podcast. Um, yeah, I saw it, but I obviously Twitter. haven't seen the votes. But I done that. I'm just, I asked I'm you. Just it. I'm just loading <laughs> it up now. I'm just loading it up. So at the moment, there's been 526 votes. Uh, 46% have gone with Joel Matip, and 54% have gone with Joe Gomez. Yeah, and I, I think I tend to agree, only because if it's Isak Wilson maximum. I think Gomez gives you a lot more leeway. Obviously, in an ideal world, it'll be Canate because he would just be he's be the perfect defender against these. But I think pace wise, I think Gomez yeah. just sneaks in. But then you might think uh, set pieces wise, match up six for five. Gomez is only like six one six two. So I don't know. It's a difficult call because I thought they both played well. Um, Gomez, especially like we mentioned the last game, was very aggressive in the tackle and stuff, and we want to see more of that. So hopefully. Yeah, I'd go with Gomez. What about you? Yeah, I, I agree. I think, like you mentioned, if they got the pace players on, then we need the pace in the uh, defensive line as well. So if Virgil's plays, I think it's better to play Gomez in this kind of game, to be honest. But, uh, you know, Martip is not obviously, it's, it's a lot of how you actually place yourself and, you know, read the game and put yourself in positions as well. But if you actually are caught when it comes to running back defending, then <laughs> I'd rather go with Gomez than Martip. Even if he got his big elk uh, steps. <laughs> elk. Martip, uh, yeah, that's what we call it in Sweden. Like, you know, there's, you're running like a fucking elk. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. To be fair, he does. Yeah, yeah. like he's not slow, but almost. he's just he just looks just looks very slow, doesn't he? Especially yeah, but yeah. and it's and it, everything is about coming back in pace, you know, quickly when you're up against the, them kind of players. So yeah, if if Virgil plays, then I go with Gomez next to him. Yeah, so then let's just have a look at the last lineup. So in terms of that, so would so you think Van Dyke in for Joel Matip? So the, so the starting eleven was Alisson, Trent, Matip, Gomez, Robbo, Henderson, Fabinho, Bacetic, Salah, Nunes, Gakpo. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think I think Van Dijk in for Matip, and I think I think that'll be the starting eleven. 
Yeah, that, that's what I think as well. If Virgil's now, like you said, and is you know fit and is back for for action and actually can go straight in and play the game, then uh, that's I think that's the only change because there's no way to even if I know Klopp got the question as well, like with Bayesetich, you know, when the when he's young and he's playing many games and resting him and all that kind of stuff. But we got we had so many days now in between for you know all the games we played recently and now it's been since monday it's like six day uh five days or whatever that's fine for a young yeah. kid and and you i don't see the point to bring him off when he's playing that well because exactly. you're helping him with his self-confidence you're helping him with his development when he plays and if he keeps on playing at this level you know, then if you if you are the best midfielder at the moment, then you should play. It doesn't matter how old you are, like or how young you are, rather. So uh, I see the same midfield, and especially like I mentioned before, with Fabinho and Hendo coming back into some kind of form, showing that in derby, if they can put that performance in with fight spirit and you know uh, Hendo running all the time, just pushing people along, like to make the job, then that we got a midfield who can actually you know win. Uh, the first balls and actually, you know, close the opposition down and all that kind of stuff. And that's what we've been seeing uh, before. So that's what we want to see again. So I don't see any point to change more than maybe than Virgil coming in. Yeah, hopefully. Because I think, like we said, like Pachetic playing like left centre mid was a bit, we were all like, this is a bit, feels a bit weird. But um, he actually played it to a T, didn't he? He was, he was, yeah, he was, he was so good. So um, he deserves a, Another yeah. shot at it because he's he's been he's been that good, and and I, and I don't see the point to maybe like even if Jota is back, I don't see the point because the thing is he's been out for a while, so there's no point to bring someone in into, like, <clears throat> sorry, like action uh, straight away in that like in in a rush because he's been out for a while, and even if he's back fit, that we need to you know slowly making up to speed when it comes to match fitness because that's one thing as well. Like you can be back and fit, but you need to come up to speed when it comes to playing games, uh, and. Now, when Gakpo actually performed well, scored his own uh, his, his his own goal, I said his his first goal <laughs> for us. Um, then it would be strange to take him off when he's been starting so many games in a row to you know make to make him come into form and to actually get his first goal for us. So now, when he's done that, then he will you know thrive on that as well. So there's there's no point to bring him off now when he actually get the boost of scoring. So I, I think yeah. we see the the the, the same starting from three as well uh, as we saw against uh, Everton. So uh, and I, and I'm happy with that that midfield and that front three and you know with Virgil coming in and instead of Matip, I would be very happy. With, yeah, I've, I, I've just having like Klopp having five forward options rather than three as well. Like having having Jota and Firmino on your bench that can come on at any moment and actually like be very very dangerous. Jota especially yeah. like if he comes on, I don't know for a, for a Gakpo on sixty seventy like he did. Um, yeah, he came on for Nunes last game, but you know what I mean. If he comes in, even if he comes in on the left, or if he comes in centrally. Even set pieces, like even we mentioned, like all their players, like fucking six five or whatever, but he's still capable of getting his head on something or just making. He's so good at making very, not very open chances into a goal, and that's that, that's the biggest compliment you can pay him. Like he can turn any chance into a goal. I think, like yeah. I think about like Fowler used to do it all those years ago, and like just. Just kind of scuff them in the bottom, like never like proper flashy, but like always hitting the bottom corners or always getting yeah. in before before his man and getting putting it and heading us into into a lead. So he's that's the thing. Be- 
Yeah, sorry, but that's the thing. Like to get the options to actually change games, if you need to change, that's the thing. Like if it, when they've been out, we ha- we haven't had any options. Like we just have to keep on playing what we have, and if it doesn't work, it's going to be hard. But now, if we get stuck or if something doesn't work for us or Newcastle's game plan is stopping us, then we got the chance to actually, all right, well, let's bring on Bobby or Jota and you know change a bit here and there, and then we actually make a have a chance to create something else and actually go for that instead. So it's really, really good. And like you said, he's he's a player, Jota, who can, you know, pops up in any kind of position. He just score with his head or whatever. You know, I actually saw some goals from, uh, to mention Michael Owen in, um, in uh, I think it was like the England shirt, like his best 10 goals or whatever on Twitter. And the funny thing is that he, he pops into these kind of positions and score with his head, just like Jota does. They are, not, they are both quite short players, or like Michael Owen obviously were short and uh, as a player. And that's Jota as well. He's maybe a little bit taller, but he's still not tall. And that's the thing. He just comes into uh, great positions in between defenders and actually just see the spaces where the balls come and it just shows up and then bam, they're in it go. So it's a great ability, like you said, uh, and something that we need to uh, make use of. So, you know, I'm just happy that we got these players back now when we come up with so many important games to actually bring us back into the top, hopefully. So that, that's a really boost. And it, it feels like our supporters has just been waiting for this as well because now we know we've got the options uh, and that's a massive boost for us. Yeah, it's massive. It is absolutely massive. I think, like, if we wouldn't have beat Everton or with a, I don't know, like a draw or whatever, like this game would have just felt like, oh, it's another away game. It's going to yeah. follow a similar <laughs> pattern to the ones that came before. We'd be saying on here, like, oh, what positives can we look at? And we'd be like, there'd be very little, but there's actually loads. Like, the, the last game was amazing. Everyone played, everyone played 20% better generally than they have been all season, which is massive in comparison to what the shift they've been putting in most of them uh so it's nice to see people coming back players coming back in players getting back into form more options as well in the future with diaz and stuff so there's there's loads of good stuff that we can be positive positive about and if we go and uh, yeah if we go and put in a good performance against newcastle and and, bec- and bec- take their uh second loss of the season and they're both losses of the season against liverpool then that would make me very very fucking happy uh yeah like i mentioned i think i think these type of games as well is like i think it can really focus us because i think in the games i've mentioned like the away games we've been in a bit of a rut and we're like i oh, will going to Brentford and we're expected to win and don't and then you go to Wolves you go to Brighton and you go to Wolves and within like the first 20 minutes you're 1-0 down and you're just fighting like a losing battle yeah. I think the Everton game changed that because the mentality seemed to switch where we were like let's be on the front foot from the first minute get a goal as soon as we can but but like the pressing and the energy and stuff and I think with this game coming up and then we've got Madrid on Tuesday which I can't wait for I think they're gonna really they can tune us up even more for the for the rest of the season because we if we put in a good performance against Newcastle, follow it up with an amazing performance against Madrid. It, it it's capable of being a season changer, and I think that's hopefully yeah. what it's it's gonna be, you know. Yeah, uh, I agree. Totally agree with you. Like you know, the the performance against Everton, even if Everton weren't that good, you know, it's still our performance. Like we have to look at what we did, and like Klopp mentioned as well in his press conference, was that you know he read and heard you know about Everton not doing this or that, like they did against Arsenal. But he also said that's because we did our things. We made them not being able to do their things, which is which is fair enough yeah. because we were on them straight away. And I think you know. Um, made the like in, in majority of the game we were 
owning the game, if you like. And, you know, um, uh, they, they had like that post op- uh, opportunity when we then went on to score. And that kind of changed everything for us as well. And and you mentioned as well, like the ga- a game changer and a season changer as well. But uh, that kind of goal that came from a post with like there hit the post and we actually going up and score. That's like the perfect goal in terms of instead of conceding like we didn't did what we've done before we going up and actually score instead and get like in, in we get we taking the lead and get in the you know advanced uh, advanced position as well so that's good and if we can go to uh newcastle and put in a performance uh, and hopefully go and win it then playing real madrid in the champions league we will have another boost and obviously it's more of a you know dr- dream thoughts now but if we can put in a great performance against madrid which haven't been that good i haven't really watched them but i just read you know it's not the same madrid they've been you know a bit sloppy not in the best form but it's still champions league we know what they can do there but if we can go on you know anfield and play um and play them and do well i think you know like you said it could be three massive games that we can look back at at the end of the season and just you know, say that what that was the moment, and hopefully we can build on the Derby win now. Going to Newcastle tomorrow. Yeah, I think that's we've we've mentioned like loads, like small steps, and I think I think the Everton game was a bit more than a small step. It was a bit. I think it was a massive step in terms of what we've done recently and what we did that night. So it's all you can go on is the last game, and if we go on that last game, we put and we amp the energy up a little bit more then. We've got, we basically we've got to match Newcastle. Like we know what they're going to do. Basically, they're going to be really in our face and stuff. We've got to match the energy, and I think we're more than capable of doing it off the evidence of the Everton game. So I think that's something we can look forward to. But I think Saturday, Saturday game, Saturday night, a couple of bevies. Uh, it's always enjoy, it's always enjoyable. Uh, let's just hope the Reds can go and do it. Um, but yeah, I think we can we can leave it there. Covered quite a bit there. Um, yeah, enjoy enjoy your whiskey, lad. Are you gonna are you looking forward to it? Yeah, I probably I probably need some food before because you never know where it's gonna go otherwise. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Like uh, like I said, uh, Evelina and I haven't been doing much like on our own for a long time, so it's nice to be able to get out of the apartment and be free from the from a daughter who's at the her grandmother's uh, and actually do something like a couple. That's always nice. You don't do it as much when you have kids, and you don't know about that, Mick. Yeah, but I'm sure you will. In- <laughs> In time to come. <laughs> mm, yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, before before I go, I just want to give a shout out to uh, Jack Design. Because I don't know if you, if you don't follow him on Twitter, then then please do. It's Jack Design underscore UK. He's uh, off the back of the Everton game. He's brought out two quality T-shirts, which you need to go and have a look at. One of them is basically the Robbo, which laughing at Pickford, which I'm sure everyone's seen, which is just absolutely amazing. And uh, it's basically a, a, a drawing of them two, and then we're all laughing at you underneath it, which is it's absolutely fucking amazing. And yeah. There's another one which he's got um, Robbo again, obviously laughing still, and and then like a little um, like a badge behind it with the laughing Scotsman, which is... Yeah, that's the yeah. thing. I just thought of the, like that will be the best pub name ever. Like that's how it looks like on the T-shirt, like the laughing yeah. Scotsman. That's that's the thing. That's gonna be my pub. I'm gonna take that now, Jack. I'm gonna I'm gonna use it. But that's the thing. Does he do the T-shirts in massive Swedish giant um, sizes? <laughs> because oh, you mean I, for, for giants? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Probably. 
Yeah, I'll, see, I'll check with him because the thing is, when I order, I, I don't really order things online because I'm I'm normally just too tall for everything. I need to try it on first. So next time I'm over in Liverpool, we need to catch up with him at some point and actually try out some t-shirts because if they're good, then I'm going to start to ask to get them shipped over to Sweden because I I love them too with Robo. That's my that's my um, cup of tea, as you say. I really love them. <laughs> that was brilliant. Yeah, the the qualities. I just don't know if the the qualities amazing. I just don't know if it'll fit you because you're about seven foot two. So I don't know. It, you might have it to must get like have different sizes, obviously. Yeah, I think it goes up to like <laughs> triple XL, but it just depends yeah. how UK transfers into. Yeah, and also yeah. I'm tall. I'm I'm not fat yet, so that's the thing. Like I'm tall. I don't need like the big square ones. Like it's gonna be <laughs> like a tent for me. I need this like more of a taller kind of t-shirt. But yeah. Like follow Jack on Twitter, and you know if you want, then go and order his products because they are brilliant. And I really want one, but I I need to make sure they actually fit first. Yeah, just just get Jack to send you a picture with him with like a triple XL on. Ask him how tall he is, and then you can make the adjustments from there. <laughs> uh, but if if anyone wants to go and have a look, then yeah, do head over to JackDesign.uk forward slash shop, and you can enter the code COPI ten, and you get yourself ten percent off. So if you want to get the, any of the them new shirts that I mentioned, then yeah, they're both boss. Loads of loads of stuff on there. Um, he's got some like cloth badges, <laughs> which is another new thing. Um, yeah, there's just there's loads, there's loads on there. Them t-shirts you can get in basically any color you want, any size. We don't know if it fits Swedish uh, giants, <laughs> but we'll find we'll find out soon. Yeah, and I should have been. I should have had one now with the laughing Scotchman when I went to the event with drinking whiskey. That would have been brilliant. That. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and if you're thinking about calling a pub that would you have to probably ring Robbo's um agent and be like, Can I use Robbo's face laughing for my uh, pub logo, please? Yeah, I'll be, just I'll be a hell of a combo. That, that, that little sign, you know, hanging outside a pub, that will be that badge that Jack made <laughs> with the uh, with the Robbo's face on. That's that's perfect. That's my dream pub. I'm 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 made, I'm made up. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note we'll let everyone get on with their weekend i hope everyone has a has a good one hopefully liverpool make it even better with a lovely win uh tomorrow night um but yeah nice one everyone for listening nice one christian for jumping on once again and uh yeah we'll see you all very soon Podcast Network.